You're listening to Staying Sane, the podcast. This is a spiritual safe haven inspiring you to find your purpose, trust the journey, and create your own version of happiness. I'm your guide, Tonia Simone, registered nurse, herbalist, and wellness facilitator. As a spiritual advisor, healing arts specialist, and modern medicine woman, it is my mission to empower each of you to thrive and to operate as your best self always. My only role is to be a vessel of love and to remind you of your power. I created this podcast to support each of you as you learn to navigate through life with peace, prosperity, and purpose. You are not alone. I swear you are not crazy. Not only is this podcast here to provide insight, empowerment, and guidance, it's also an outlet for myself so that I may to operate as my most authentic self at all times. Over the years, it's been made very clear that part of my divine purpose is to share with you the tools and guidance that have supported me along the way. I am so glad to have you along for the ride. My goal here is to walk with you as you align to your soul's purpose and to give you insight on staying true to yourself. I vow to keep it real and raw with you all and to always look for the silver lining. So join me as I gather some of my favorite entrepreneurial leaders, lovers, and holistic healers who are paving the way for future generations and who refuse to live life according to society's standards. We will dive into the many facets of the spiritual and life journey, all things wellness, and so much more. Thank you for tuning in to Staying Sane, the podcast. This is going to be fun. For me, a big part of staying sane is having many moments of gratitude throughout the day. From when I wake up in the morning to when I go to bed, I'm constantly remembering things that I'm grateful for no matter what's going on in my day. If you have not purchased your 90-day manifestation planner, go out and do it now. It's on Amazon and is waiting for you. This is a great tool to use throughout your journey to help signify certain goals you're trying to achieve. Be mindful throughout your day and give yourself and spread love through all things that you do. So before we start this episode, what are you grateful for today? For this episode, my moment of gratitude is dedicated to spirit. I'm grateful that spirit be really fucking with me and be checking me and keeping me on track because I'm destined for greatness and we all are. And once I tuned into spirit, I stopped actually just saying it and really believing it. Kudos to my angels, bro. Hello, my babies. (laughs) Yeah, this episode I'm really excited to do because I've been trying to figure out a way to talk about this topic. Um, And today... It just hit me, and so I'm so excited. This episode is about manifesting the perfect, quote-unquote, perfect, you know, romantic partner. And um, I'm talking about this because I think that I have mastered the art of manifesting freaking romantic partners. And it's funny because I didn't think I did until, like, today. It just hit me like, yo, you've been doing this all along. Like, I was seeing it before. But it really hit me like, well, yesterday and today um, that I've been manifesting everything that I'm saying I want in a partner every single time. But the catch is that God got jokes. God got jokes, y'all. I'm like, for real, like (laughs) God got jokes. And if you're not specific about what you want, 
you're not going to get what you really want. You're going to get what you say. And um, so I want to just talk about that. Talk about talk about my journey first and then talk about how you can use some of these tips to actually manifest the kind of partner that you want. Um, so if we're going to even talk about this topic, I have to give some history um, about my freaking love life, but the shortest version possible. Um, so if you don't know, I identify as bisexual. Most people know that about me, but if any new listeners that do not know me, there you go. Surprise. Whoop. <laughs> bet my father would like just be so annoyed that I am just announcing that so casually to the world but <laughs> that nigga love me he ain't going nowhere he be all right <laughs> okay, anyway so so I am bisexual and I do like actively date both men and women so um I think in this like last year okay let me rewind I'm trying to make this a story without sounding so scattered because y'all know I didn't take no notes for real. I literally for this episode, I just wrote down the people that I need to talk about without saying their names, of course. But I really want just to wing this because I got this. <laughs> okay, so anyways, friend. Um, My history, I dated a, a girl, woman, whatever. Um, off and on for about six years and it was very toxic very unhealthy you know while you're in it it feels good but once you finally get the heck out you could see how crazy it is um but unfortunately I got in and out in and out multiple times although I saw it was crazy I was just so addicted addicted to it like situation to her it was just a very unhealthy toxic dynamic even when she was nice to me it's just in general it was a toxic dynamic for both of us um so that officially, like, we ended, you know, 2018, the end of 2018-ish. Yeah, I was doing a lot in 2018, y'all, but it ended in 2018. Um, and I stopped, like, talking to her completely. And when my homegirls, you know, asked me, like, we do vision boards every year. So my homegirl asked me, you know, what do you think is going to happen next year? And I said, for some reason... I feel like I'm going to like fall in love. And even saying it out loud then felt weird because I was like, I'm not the person just to kind of hop from thing to thing. Um, I've done it, yes, you know, but I'm not that kind of person to just hop from thing to thing. So me just getting out from there is so toxic and just having me ups and downs. My, I didn't really feel like I was ready to date anybody. But the feeling I felt was that I was going to fall in love. And so I was just honest with her. And so now, look, it's December of 2019, and I look back, and I'm like, wow, I really did, I don't care how corny it sounds, I fell in love with myself. Like, I didn't realize how disconnected I was from myself. Like, it, the whole journey took longer than a year, but getting out of a toxic relationship was a huge weight off of my my spiritual, like, livelihood and so once that that whole cloud was lifted my personal journey and personal self-love avenger avengers whatever ventures there we go ventures expedited and i truly like fell in love with myself like it's crazy i didn't know there was even a thing and i i know it sounds a little goofy because i would think it felt sound a little goofy if i didn't have to go through it and live through it so that's what happened so I really did do what I said I was going to do but that's kind of the start of manifesting your romantic partner 
right? So what I've learned is that whatever you ask for, you can get, literally. We limit ourselves with these human limitations, but we are all spiritual energy beings. And if we would just release and let go and put all of it into spirit's hands, Holy Spirit's hands, we will really get a lot more of the things that we're actually wishing and hoping and praying for. But instead, we talk about it, but and we put all of our eggs in the basket of fear and worry. And instead of actually believing it actually can happen. So once I would fall in love, I didn't think, like I said, I wasn't thinking that I was ready to date. But I know for a fact when I said it, I immediately was trying to think of a romantic partner, I'm sure. Um, I was not thinking then with myself. I wasn't. But I didn't say, you know, I'm going to fall in love with X, Y, and Z and this kind of person and blah, 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 blah. No, I did not say that. <laughs> and so I fell in love all right with myself. And of course, I'm grateful. That's exactly what I needed, you know. And that's another thing. Um, instead of like going through the romantic and sensual scene of things instead of looking at some experiences and some people's as neg some people as negative or as like slowing you down you have to learn how to roll up the punches and go through each dynamic and go through each relationship and kind of each person each interaction is a lesson nobody's allowed nobody's a liability nobody is slowing you down nothing is slowing you down everything's working out for you and going at its own pace so each person each interaction each thing is a lesson and it's good for you and you're grateful for it because it's teaching you something it's showing you something and you're growing from it and you're evolving from it if you're evolving then you're living correctly right so as I saw myself fall in love with myself, I didn't think of it like, oh, this is stupid, yo, like, this is not what I meant, or um, this is lonely. No, I really dived into myself. I would have never thought a couple of years ago that I could travel alone and have a good-ass time. Like, I can travel alone and have a great time, but I also could travel with friends and have a great time. Like, I don't need to be alone, but I also know I need companionship to thrive, to be my best self, to have a good time. I have an amazing time by my freaking self. And some people are just born that and they can enjoy a long time, but me, I didn't before. I didn't really enjoy a long time. I felt lonely. A long time for me was lonely. It was the same thing, and that's not the same thing. For me now, alone time is freaking self-care. Alone time is self-love. I need alone time sometimes. When I'm around people a whole lot, I need to go back into my corner and decompress and get myself back together energetically with just my own self, my own spirit. But no, so I fell in love with myself, period. All right. So let's keep going. So during this whole time, when I was just going through the motions of life, you know, um, I I think about, I've thought about love a lot. I think about love a lot. I'm not the person that wants a romantic partner for like, like I don't need a romantic partner. I I want one every now and then. <laughs> but no, I want one. I, I desire companionship and partnership and um, somebody to just, you know, just to kick it with, but fuck with too you know i'm trying to say like you know you know you know but i'm not super pressed because one i have my business that takes a lot of my time and that might sound a cliche answer but i really like i don't have time to just be out here 
lollygagging, fucking and sucking everybody that comes past my way because I got things to do. Got things to do. I got goals to meet. I'm trying to make things happen at a quick pace. So I need to put all this extra energy into myself and into my passion, period. So I don't have time for everybody, you know? Um, but yeah, anyway, so during this journey, I realized, I just started realizing, understanding myself, what I liked about people, what my insecurities were, what I didn't like about certain people, not people in general, but traits, traits that I did not like, traits that I did like. And what I started to do is instead of dwelling on the traits that I did not like of my crazy exes or just the people in general, I focused on the traits that I did like of people. And I put my energy when I did think about love because I enjoyed thinking about love and Thinking my love doesn't make me sad or lonely. Thinking my love makes me happy. I, I enjoy love. I love seeing my friends in love. I support people around me who are in love, which is also another tip. Like, when you see love around you, support it. Don't be jealous. Like, people's blessings are not blocking your blessings. So celebrate with them. I love seeing love on my social media. I love when my friends when they're having babies and getting married. But being being jealous of them, having that envy of them is not going to do you any good. And not to say that you have to be perfect, but when you feel the envious feelings coming up, combat that with some positive thoughts. Like, speak positively into their life. Speak power into their relationship. Speak love into their hearts and into your heart. Speak it. I talk to myself a whole lot. I speak out loud a whole lot. I don't care how crazy I look. Because sometimes, sometimes I have to out loud reset my train of thought. So I need to be like, you know, I got to put it to a stop. So when I started thinking about love, I thought about the traits that I did like on people. And one big thing for me with my when I first started actually seeing the power happen. So my crazy ex... I'm going to stop calling her that. That's not nice. But my ex and I, my, my ex, I, one big issue was that I felt like I didn't get enough affection. I felt like I didn't, I didn't feel loved. I didn't feel affection. I didn't feel the sensuality. I didn't feel wanted. And that was partially my own insecurities too, which I, like I said, I worked on. I'm working on, you know, no, I worked on that. That's old. I worked on. And, um, I was like, my next partner, you know, I want to just love me. I want them to, like, want to kiss my face whenever they see me. I always have said that, and I still say today, but I want you to be able to kiss, I want you to, you want to kiss my face whenever you see me. I don't care if you see me every freaking day. I want you to want to kiss my face. I don't care. Like, just love on me. And I literally manifested a person just like that. The person was almost to the T of exactly what I said I wanted. But I wasn't specific. So there were things that I did not like as well that I didn't know I didn't like about partners until I was experiencing it. And so I got the things I said I wanted. This person really, really loved me. Really was into me. Like, I literally... <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it because it's almost crazy. Like I asked for it and they were into me, but there were some things that I just could not. There were some non-negotiables that were there that I think I needed to put into my list. So we passed that out, right? 
And after that, I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of just, I'm kind of just out here. I was my kind of tall and dark and handsome. And literally within two weeks of that, at my job, somebody tall, dark, and handsome, also to my job, somebody who I, like, being real, who I would have thought old Sonia would be like, you know, that's out your league. Like, that's how, that's how fine this man was to me. Like, oh, and like, pushing up on me. I'm like, you know, what? Like, who am I? And... Once I talked to them, because they were a freaking idiot <laughs> and they were stupid. But in my list, I didn't say tall, dark, or handsome and smart. I just said tall, dark, and handsome. I really just wanted a little chocolate bar just to be beside me, you know? That's exactly what I got a dummy chocolate bar. <laughs> All right. So, but what did I do with that? I realized, so what I was realizing over these people, for one, I was learning non negotiables that I had. And for two, I was learning what I really liked. I've, I've loved intelligent people always. But to just say that and to make sure I make that known and to appreciate that. That way, when I do meet my partner, I am make sure they know that I know. I see that you're intelligent and I appreciate your intelligence. I'm going to love on that and nurture that part of you as well. And I do want somebody to love on me, but there's also limits to that. And I do want you to be handsome or beautiful or attractive but to me and there's beauty in eye of the holder you know what I'm saying so it's all kind of just learning things like I was learning my shallow ways I was learning my not shallow ways I was just learning and so we move right along right you know and so I'm like after the dummy after the women I'm like you know I'm going to think about the exact kind of person that I want and uh, it was intelligent and spiritual. It was a good connection. Tall, dark, tall, dark and handsome again. I put that back in the bucket. <laughs> and uh, I said I wanted us to have like, well, it's like, oh, connection, but like a connection on a spiritual level, but also a connection on an intimate level, like more than just sexual, but intimate. And when I tell you that came to my life in the most unexpected package, but it came and it was great, but it didn't stay because that was a lesson for me too. And the lesson I think was still knowing my worth because I had to I I had to, I had to get to a place. We all have to get to a place where that your spiritual health and your connection with divine and your self-care if that's ever being jeopardized, we have to get to a place of self-preservation. So if that's ever gets jeopardized, you will put that first and drop everything else. And I say that I don't mean like drop your kids, <laughs> like if there's a fire coming, leave your kids because you know I don't I don't I don't mean anything like that. Like I'm not talking about anything of parenthood or anything of just n- nothing like that. I'm just talking in general. If something is messing with your self preservation, 
You have to know when to get out. And I feel like that person was that lesson because me, I'm a lover, like I said. And so if you're my package, I can give my, I can easily give my all to you. Like I could easily do that. That's not, that's not a problem, but it's a problem for me because I give my all and leave crap for myself. And that's my, how I was so wrapped up into my own mess years ago. And I refuse ever be in that place again. So it's also one part of knowing red flags is not just knowing red flags for the partner, but knowing red flags of yourself, of things you can and cannot, where there's no non-negotiables and you cannot let yourself cross a line. And at some point I realized, excuse me, excuse me, y'all. At some point I realized that this person wasn't appreciating me and myself for my worth. And I know and knew and will always know my worth from this point on. And I had to pick. And I had to pick me quickly. Before. It was still a red flag. I wasn't in love. Nothing like that. But I, I saw it building up. And I had to pick myself. And after I picked myself, I felt like I'm even more in tune. I feel like I'm getting used to this power of manifesting people into my life. And not just romantic partners, but even friends and relationships. Like, I've prayed for friends that I have now. I've prayed for relationships that I have right now. My my friend crew is so solid. And I don't mean a crew like we're all in the same crew because we're not. I have friends in different places, in different circles. And I love that because different perspectives, different, different types of love, different connections. But each of my friendship dynamics oh my god they're so strong they're so loving and I appreciate every one of my friends every one of my sisterhoods and as I'm molding a romantic partner I'm enjoying the process I'm enjoying every single person that I am learning to like and learning more things about me through them I love that and I'm praying that my my final partner is doing the same crap because when you get to me we're not playing these games and so people look at me and might think, what do you know about love? You don't have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever, but you can know about the topic and not have to be in situation right then. And also, people, with this way of thinking, if it's not on social media, it's not real. Y'all don't have to put business out there. While you're exploring this love thing, while you're exploring romantic partners, you can keep it to yourself. You don't have to put it all on your front street because it really is nobody's business what you're doing in your romantic life. It really isn't. So go with the flow and, and go roll with the punches. But you have to um, be specific about what you want first off. And be grateful for each encounter that you come on because hey, there is a lesson. So be open to the lesson. And be open to the love. Because you don't know how long this person's season is going to be. And you don't know what they're going to bring to the table or to your soul. So they can still be a very great addition to your life. You don't know. It's all about being in the present and enjoying enjoying the whole concept of life. Life meant to be enjoyed. Partners are meant to have be fun. Dating is supposed to be... Dating should be fun. Dating should not... Be stressful or so stuck on love. We have to get married and have kids or just so pressing. Dating should be enjoyable, such as life. So enjoy it. And also, when you do think about love, you do think about your romantic future, you do think about your partners that you want to have. When you're thinking about it, think about the things you like and, and allow those feelings to come. Like, 
when I think about like being in love or being with my romantically, I think about the actual feeling of it, not just the word. And I let those feelings fill me up. Like I am manifested and continue to manifest these partners like as as quickly as I want. That's the thing. Now that I see it, it's very consistent. Literally, I said last week, I want I want a little girlfriend. I just be talking shit, y'all. I just be talking and playing. I be playing because now that I see what's up, like I'm I'm in tune with spirit. And so and I know that guy got jokes. Cause we talking. And I'm like, you know, I want a little girlfriend. Just talking because I don't want a girlfriend right now. I don't. But I just I be wanting, you know, the cuddles and attention sometimes. It's cuffing season. I just be wanting some attention. And God literally dropped into my face a little girlfriend. I mean little as in short, as in age, and she all over me. I'm just like, oh, you funny. But instead of taking it as like, uh, oh my God, no, it's like, but you're cool. And you put me onto so many new things that although you're younger than me, you're actually very spiritually in tune too. And our conversations are actually very deep and I enjoy your company, period. And that's how I want to date the person, but you, you already have bought more to my life and fulfilled me in some kind of way. And I'm appreciative of that. You know, I'm appreciative of that. I'm not rushing the process. Don't rush the process. Even if you rush the process, it's not going to happen any faster. That's a hard pill to swallow. You can rush the process. You can stress it. You can think about marriage all the time. But if you're stressing and thinking about marriage, stressing and thinking about having kids, stressing and thinking about whatever, being in love and falling in love, you are neglecting yourself from self-love. You are slowing the process down, actually, because worry and fear are the opposite of faith and progression so you're slowing down the process and you just making life so much less livable for yourself so when you think about love feel the feels let them come over you let them roll over you and then let the let it go go out your day if you want to really manifest a partner you can really write these down start scripting script it out write it down um and put real action into manifesting this partner like folks talk about the sierra prayer all this kind of stuff when sierra did her prayer i wrote it down she she did that as a way to manifest her man there that's a real thing if y'all are serious about like trying to get a partner right now but if you're not you're just kind of enjoying life and going with it enjoy it and feel it and love it and love yourself and enjoy the flow of life and your partner will flow to you when it's time that's all love y'all mean it Thanks for tuning in. And as always, don't forget to go to Amazon and get your Thrive 90-Day Manifestation Planner written by myself. Follow me on social media, Simone's Gold, S-I-M-O-N-E-S-G-O-L-D. And check me out online at www.venusxsimone.com. Peace and blessings.